Hello, 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 and welcome back to a very, very special episode, and that is because it is the first episode that I ever have had of, like, a new season. Kind of. I mean, last season. It's fun, right? Like, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. So here's the here's here's the backstory for our new listeners. I have um, just recently taken over hosting of a date with sugar and spice, and obviously my name is Aspen, right? Everybody knows me. Everybody loves me. Just kidding. Tanner's rolling their <laughs> eyes at me, but it's fine. Um, and last semester, I was able to have actually twelve episodes. Can you believe that? 12 episodes of just the most crazy, the most wild, the most fun, the most like sincere, like made me want to cry stories. And that was season seven. And that was my first season. And now this is my first returning episode. It's that's right. The it's sequel season. The sequel, the squeakle. This is Alvin S- and the Chipmunks. <laughs> this has been the last episode of A Day with Sugar and Spice. <laughs> I'm not allowed to call it the squeakle. Is no. that what you're saying? Okay. No. But long story short, welcome to season eight of A Date with Sugar and Spice. I'm your host, Aspen English, and thank you for coming back to listen to another season. <laughs> Before we start this episode all the way, I do have a couple of really important shout outs to make. The first one would be to my friend June's parents. Um, And I just want to have a quick shout out and say thank you so much for being loyal podcast listeners. It's not every day, you know, that you get a Snapchat from your friend saying they wanted to listen. And it's a Snapchat video message of their parents listening to your podcast. That's so cute. It's adorable. And it really makes me, you know, it's like, oh somebody cares. So So it's so wholesome. So I just want to, you know, if you're listening, June's parents, I just want to say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. It means a lot. And um, the second shout out that I'd like to give is to the two girls in the black car this in the PE building uh, lot this morning um, who who were trying so, so hard to find a parking spot. Because I mean, it's the it's the third day of classes. Yeah, We've all been there, too. I know. Like I get it. And 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 they saw me walking out of the pool, dripping wet, my hair in a turquoise like towel like a turban because i'd just gotten out of the pool and they still they weren't scared of me i was i was wet I mean, you're not exactly the most like intimidating person you gotta okay humor if me it just was for me a little bit. yeah that's like, true that's true our, our vibes here are a little bit different but but i just want to say a quick thank you to, to for flagging me down for not being afraid of my hair turban and i hope that you made it to class on time, and I hope that you had a great rest of your day, because I know that I sure did. And hopefully they passed on that parking spot to right. another kind person. It's like the circle of parking. Parking. That's what it feels like. That's what it to feels find a like. Spot, That's right. I think, I think we need a little theme song. The circle of parking. Oh, wait. Dang it. My sound effects aren't. Hold on. There we go. The circle of parking there we go that was good uh i don't know what that was it's my soundboard yeah but like uh, it's my it's my theme music okay all right hold on really quick th- your theme music was clapping and then buttons well i didn't know what the buttons did and it was on. okay let's try it again the circle of parking oh wait that's <laughs> that's no no go back to the wah 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 no wait i lost what was it. the pink one the circle of parking. All right, that's that's it. That's the one we're gonna use. Uh, maybe you know what? Maybe we'll have to start doing that. Maybe it's like a weekly. Let's like tell us your your best parking, your best parking story. So that's right. New segment. 
The circle of parking. Okay. Now, <laughs> Tanner is rolling their eyes at me very hard right now. But I've, I've been... Uh, what else are we going to do other than, um, of course, introduce our very esteemed, very distinguished podcast guest, my very good friend, Tanner. Tanner, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello. And uh, Nate, you know what to do. Thank Say, you, Nate. Yes, good. Good job. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tanner. Aspen and I have been friends for a few semesters now. Yes. I don't remember how we met, but... I, it was probably in that film class we took way back when. No. No, writing center? I didn't talk to anybody in that class. I sat in the second row and I just... But I knew you when we went... So was it writing center? Must have been the writing Must center. Must have been in the writing center. So Aspen and I met when we were working in the writing center. Mm -hmm. We've had some classes, I think. Yeah. But now we work together at now, right. SEU News and the University Journal. Exactly. And we used to work at the Writing Center. Then we both got busy. And now we both work at the Journal. And now we're both getting paid to banter. Yeah. Right now. Like, it's kind of the dream, if yeah. you ask me. So, about SEU News, though. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm the copy chief there. Yes. Also the assistant editor-in-chief. You so run like, the show. I, I definitely act like I run the show. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, but that, you know, everyone needs somebody like that. Yeah. So, yes, Tanner is the best copy chief that has ever existed. Um, they look at all, anything that gets sent in, anything that gets published on our website or, um, you know, gets put out in the University Journal, if you've seen our magazines on stands or on campus, every single word, every single letter, every single punctuation mark has been double, triple checked by Tanner. And so that... Don't underestimate that. Yeah. No, I'm Big Brother. Yes. As you know. Yes. <laughs> the TV show. It's just like, it's just. No, different. No. <laughs> the uh, the Big Brother, that's like the eye in the sky, like watching, like. Omnipotent, like. No. no. Like, would you consider yourself a god or. I do have a god complex. Close enough. Yeah. Close enough, in my opinion. <laughs> in my in my opinion as well. <laughs> and um, Tanner, how about you tell us, what are you studying here at SU? I am majoring in creative writing. Um, I'm getting a minor in film and screen studies, and then I'm getting a technical writing certificate. Heck yeah. Yep. So basically the holy trinity of like Some. nerd stuff. Okay. Sorry. It's true. I'm not a theater kid. <laughs> no, you're not a theater kid. <laughs> no, you know? uh, basically anything to do with like words. Yes. I like words. Words are really cool. And it makes sense in my mind. It does. And something really cool about Tanner is I don't think that there is like a type of, I want to say a type of words, a type of writing that they couldn't like take and understand. Oh, yeah, no. Like I think I could give you obviously a script. I could give you a poem. Probably yeah. would hate me if it was a poem. No, I, I no, because I'm the editor-in-chief of Co-op Canyon Review. Okay, but I write really sucky poetry. Journal. Oh, yeah. Also, let's put yeah. a plug in for KCR really Exactly, quick. yeah. KCR's new edition will be coming out this semester. We're just getting to the line edits and copy edits. So, it's exciting stuff. Okay, so so we usually do this at the end, but I think I'm going to, before I forget, what um, what? how can they learn more about KCR? What social media accounts can they follow? Ooh, Let's see if I remember what they're called. <laughs> Let's see. And of course, follow SU underscore news on Instagram. Yes. We both do work there. But KCR is, you know, that's that's the literary journal 
mm-hmm. written by and for SU students, faculty, yeah. alumni, staff, everybody. Yeah, it's Southern fully put Utah. together by yeah. students. Um, yeah, so it's Co-op Kenyon Review on all social medias. Awesome. Okay, so if, you, I mean, you're K-O-L-O-B. listening to a podcast. Right, Co-op yep. like. Like the canyon. <sighs> like the canyon. So cute. Perfect <laughs> for Southern Utah. So right now you're listening to a podcast, which means that your ears are are occupied, but your fingers are not. So go type those two usernames into Instagram. Give us a follow. We would really love your support. And then, of course, keep an eye out for when, like, we actually start, you know, when magazines come out, when stuff comes out. These are all, like, these are most, these are, wait, is KCR free? No. You, no. We do put out, or we will be putting out, like, complete PDF issues on our website, clubkenyonreview.com. Okay. Awesome. So, so no matter what gets put out by, by us, there's, there are ways, yes. free ways to access it. Plus, I follow the Colab Canyon Review on Instagram, and they very often post pieces mm-hmm. of pieces of art, poems, yeah. little sneak peeks kind of it. It makes me, makes me feel very exclusive and special. Um, but I guess it's been 10 minutes of rambling. So let's get into our theme for today's podcast. And here, here was my thinking when I was you know, it's the first episode of a new season, and I was really like, what are we going to talk about? Because it's a new year, new season. Yep. It's like new year, new me, except for it's the same me. But it's new year, new season. New year, new season. New year, new season. Same host. Same host. Yep. Same stupid jokes, same cringy singing, Yeah. and same theme music. Uh-huh. So, but a lot of people, I think, and you can tell me if you agree with me, because oh, I, I, I think that a lot of people put a really unfair amount of pressure on like new beginnings. Yeah. Like yeah. the new year, it's like, like, do you know how ridiculous this is? My credit card right now, I, if in January, I will get bonus cash back for gym membership fees. Really? Yeah. So they're trying to guilt me into being a better person. Well, hold on. I want to, on a trying backtrack. to guilt you into giving them more money. Money, right. I don't think that going to the gym makes you a better person. No. I don't want to assign any moral value to that. But it's like it, it makes you seem – people like to think that if you're not changing with a new beginning, then you're somehow in the past. You're less than. You're – Yeah. Like, and, and that's stupid. And so there's also this pressure to, like, be great and happy and mm-hmm. everything is perfect at the beginning of a new year because like it's like immediately. Pressure. It's the new year – Bam, I'm a better person. Right. And exactly. l- I guess, tell me, for you, has that been the case? It definitely isn't exactly. <laughs> because, like, how do you just become a better person? No, like, does the clock out strike? The gate? Does, like, what happens when the ball drops? Does it, like, it, it's not like some chemical reaction inside of Yeah, there's of you no, like, anything. Thanos snapping. Yeah. Where it's just immediate. <laughs> Thanos snapping, snapping, and everyone gets, like, bonus good points. Oh, I wish. Oh my gosh. Me too. Don't worry. But like, I know for me, like the start of the year has kind of been like a little bit rough. It's been, it's, there's definitely been change, but yeah. like, that doesn't mean it's easy. And so with that in mind, I wanted to take this first episode and focus not only, not on the, the good lovey dovey, the like happy go lucky. I want to talk about some of the worst dating experience of our lives. Yeah. This isn't the Hallmark show. No. This is the anti-Hallmark show. Yeah. Christmas is over. Put your Hallmark movies away. In this movie? We cry. We cry. A lot more than yeah. we <laughs> cheer. <laughs> so, and, and I've been meaning to talk about this forever because I don't know about you, 
But I have a little bit of an Instagram account called, <gasps> I know, first, we're talking about lots of Instagram pages. So it's called First Date Fails with a Z. And the profile picture is actually Chrissy Teigen with doing the face. You know the face? Yes. Yeah. That's just another profile to follow everybody. Yeah. Just uh, add it to your list, you yeah. know? Um, and my, when I, f so I'm a junior here at SU. And so this is my third year, but my first year that I came to SU, it was an interesting dating scene. Oh yeah. Yeah. I went on a lot of questionable dates. I talked to a lot of questionable people. And so I got some good stories about that. Uh -huh. Do you, do you want to hear one of I'm them? No. So behind the scenes, Aspen's told me a <laughs> lot of, a lot of these stories, like just while we've maybe. been in the office, maybe just a little bit. And I've been pushing her to talk about this on the podcast since she was like, yeah, I'll do this podcast. I mean, because that's kind of, that was kind of my inspiration. I'm going to be honest when, yeah, I, no. when I was like, well, should I, you know, because Hayden Coombs, shout out to Hayden um, again, our boss, our boss um, was like, hey, do you, would you be interested in taking over the podcast? I thought back to how much fun I had writing those posts and just like completely embarrassing myself. Oh, yeah. And, and now I'm here. So actually, let's start off strong with the story of Steven. And if you're a loyal, if you're a loyal listener, then you might know that I've, I've shouted out, um, a friend named Steven a few times. I want to clarify, not the same guy. Different Steven. Different Steven. I don't even think that Steven goes here anymore. I hope not. I hope so. Oh, no. If you're listening, Steven, big yikes. My That's dad's name is Steven. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you date my dad? Mm, I hope not. I sure <laughs> hope not, too. <laughs> I, all right, here, here's to hoping that I didn't date Tanner's dad. So I'm going to pull up my little Instagram account here. Um... Oh my gosh, I've got 21 followers. That I think I was the 21st. Good. I need So if you're listening to this, I just need one more to get to my Taylor Swift follower count, so please please go do this. So, Tanner, would you do me the honor? And will you read um would you read the please, caption I would love of this? To. <coughs> just because if I do it, I might cry or turn red or both. Meet Steven. Stephen followed me out of our English class twice to fig to first get my number and then ask me to dinner. We went to sushi where he ordered the most expensive roll on the menu and lobster told me to roll. order lobster. Yeah, I was like twenty bucks. Sorry, continue. What, twenty for what? for yeah for like six pieces of sushi. It was ridiculous. He ordered the most expensive roll on the menu and told me to order anything because quote they pay me to go to school end quote. Then on the awkward drive home, he told me a story of the time he gave his roommate a condom. Wait. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, said roommate, came back a few days later and asked to borrow Stephen's penis because the condom didn't fit. Yeah. That's the, that's the story that I was told on the way while he's driving to take me back to my apartment. He knows where I live and he's telling me, me this, thinking that this is like good conversation. What was he trying to tell me? The world may never know. <laughs> The world still doesn't know. The world, yeah. Like, it's Stephen, been a couple of years, and we still don't. Apparently, they're detachable. Detachable. I, I guess so. Like, I mean, I don't. Okay, so here there are a couple of accompanying screenshots that I'll I'll read. Um, and and I uh, so so after this, so we just read the caption, right? And um, and I thought that like usually people pick up on hints. I'm a big hint picker upper. 
Maybe oh, that's no, yeah. because I'm a chronic overthinker. But I but I get <laughs> the vibe. Like, you know, like if someone's you not You can read a room. You yes. I can read a sushi restaurant. I'm like, <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't wanna be here. And so that's why I had you take me home right after sushi. Like I thought that yeah. was clear. But no, the next day, I this is gonna be my Stephen voice. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, would you wanna get lunch today? And I'm trying to, uh, this is my response. Hey, Steven, I'm out with my grandpa right now. Sorry. I think that was a lie, but, you know, besides the point. It was definitely to the point, though. It was to the point. It, it made my point clear. Yes. No worries. Just figured I'd see what you were up to. Eight hours later. Would you be willing to give me a little feedback on my poem? Because we were writing poems for our English class that you followed Kay. me out of. That yeah. It was creative writing. It was actually English 2020. Great class. Love, loved it. But like, okay, and, and then the, here's what I said. Hey, Steven, I'd be happy to read your poem, but I was thinking about last night, and I think it would just be better if we were just friends. But as your friend, I will definitely check out your assignment because I wanted to make it clear. We are friends, and I'm doing this as a friend. Right, setting a boundary. Look at me. Like, everyone, clap. <laughs> yeah, I love <laughs> the soundboard. But, and so the next one, all right, for sure. I apologize if I did anything to make you uncomfortable. One second. And I said, of course not. I just don't think we really clicked. Let's see the what? poem. Yeah, yeah, no. And plus the story, very weird. Zero out of 10. Okay, and so he sends a picture and says, it's a little dark, haha. It's a picture of his computer screen. And here's what it says. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <clears throat> Do I need some music like in the background or like some? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. There we go. A breezy, fragrant spring day. Laughter ringing in our yard. A warm, lazy summer day. A smile glowing on her face. A brisk, golden autumn evening. The colors illuminate our gaze. A cozy, fiery winter night. Firelight shining in her eyes. Oh, how it comes and goes. A slowly fading memory. An empty bed beside me. Okay. Yikes. Artsy. Huh? And, and here's the kicker. When he sends me this picture, like the, you know how it's like kind of like cutesy up until the last two lines? Uh-huh. His, I've never actually noticed this before, but his cursor is right after like that second to last line. Uh-huh. So it kind of seems like he wrote those last ones, like after I rejected him. No, it Do kind you of, think? I, I, I think the poem's about you a little bit. Well, that's what I was scared of. <laughs> like who else would she be? Yeah, it's about me. It's like, okay. it's weird. I've had, I've had poetry written about me as well. Tell. So. Story time. So, as I said, editor-in-chief of KCR. Right. Right? I, a poem was submitted this year. Oh, no. I have a bad feeling I know where this is going, but continue. It was about me. This poem was about me. Okay, and so this person who submitted the story, or the poem to KCR, yes. did they know? Oh, yes. So this was intentional. They knew I would be reading it. And, like, it wasn't a bad poem, but, like, it definitely said, like, our friends' names in it. Uh, uh, not even trying to be, like, subtle. No, it was saying. like, as we were sitting with ABC, you know, we're, th- <laughs> we're th- three of our friends. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, gosh. So, so basically, I, I think this is a good place to pause and, and give our listeners a little piece of advice. Don't write poems about people. Don't write poems about people. 
you're not William Shakespeare. Um, who even knows if Shakespeare was real, you know, like that's a topic. For that's a topic day. for another day, but you aren't William Shakespeare. You can't write sonnets like William Shakespeare. So leave it alone. Odds are you were going to creep somebody out well before you get them to fall in love with you. I think I would have appreciated a well-written paragraph sooner than I would like some weird, vague yes, poem. Yes, just tell me your emotions. No, communication. Communication. Yes. Absolutely. Communicate, people. We work at a newspaper. Our job is communication. Yes. And, okay, actually, there, there's a little bit of a metaphor here, I think. You know how, so... When we write stories for publishing, yep. there's usually a format uh-huh. that, that we follow, right? Correct. There's there's like a lead, and the lead has all the important information. So if you write out front, right, up clear like, as day, no hidden messages. Just on Monday, January tenth, Southern Utah University held a pancake breakfast for its new students to celebrate the beginning of the new semester. Something like I think that's a all story we did th- just the other exactly. day. Exactly. No, we've got date, time, place. Well. I probably said the place. I probably Who, what, when, where, why? It answers all the questions. And then there's this thing we do called the inverse pyramid, which like just imagine like a triangle, like a pyramid triangle upside down. So it's like all the the big, the wide part of the triangle is the important info. Am I, yep. am I, am I doing this justice? Yeah. This and then as you go along with the story, it gets like kind of less and you less. Can, yeah, you can go into details at the end because what part of the story are people most likely to read? The first sentence. Exactly. So you want all the information right out there. Right. So in my opinion, if you're going to write a paragraph, let's just get rid of the idea of poem. Don't write a poem. No. If you're going to write about your feelings, get it out in the open. No. First sentence. Who, what, when, where, why? Exactly. I I met you in yeah. English class and I started getting feelings about you. You know, like, just tell me like what. Yeah. I want to know your intentions. Exactly. You know? It's like I, um, like if he would have said when we met in English class, I thought you were really cool and I wanted to hang out with you more. And I asked you on a date because I was interested in getting to know you more. I, and so that would have been like, if that was, that could have, he could have shared his intentions as Uh easy as that. And I would have been put at ease. And then he goes down the inverse pyramid some more and goes, I thought our date was really fun, but I totally understand where you're coming from. I respect your boundaries. Let's just be friends. Yeah. And do you know what happened next? I no. No, tell me what happened next. Steven dropped the class. He dropped the he did, he just, he just dropped, dropped the class. Yeah, and I think it was like after the time where he, like I think he took a W for he took a W for an L. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, hold on. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> wait, wait. So <laughs> did you give him like really really yeah. harsh feedback on the poem or was he just embarrassed do you think you know what i don't see i don't think i have the i got a new phone since then so i don't actually because because i understand like getting harsh feedback like you know like hayden coombs mm-hmm. our boss every time we like hire somebody new or we right. go to the practicum class he introduces me and he's like they are not here to hurt your feelings. They are here to, like, give you critiques and, like, stuff to help your writing. Yeah. And so, like, part of being, like, a good writer is taking mm-hmm. the advice and suggestions and stuff. So, I... But I, I don't, just like, outright bully people. No. Did you just bully him into the ground? Uh, so, here's the thing. I don't exactly remember what I said, but knowing what I know about myself and uh-huh. my complete inability to 
offend in the slightest. I'm guessing I probably said it was pretty good. I'm like, that's that's a really good start. Like, man, the ending was a little bit weird. But, I mean, other than yeah. that, I probably said something. I, th- I probably said, I'm guessing I said, wow, the, the um, nod to the seasons and the imagery of the different types of weather was a really good touch. And I think it uh-huh. adds a lot to the poem. I think the ending leaves a little bit more to be desired, but... But I think, you know, this is a draft, so let's keep working on it. Yeah. Easy as that. Good. Boom. That's Done. what you need. Mic drop. But alas, you know, it's okay because I never saw him again. And, and he ran so far away. He ran. And you know what? They pay him to go to school, so I got free sushi out of <laughs> it. Right? Life lesson. If you're going to be on an uncomfortable date, you might as well get free food out of it. Right? Yeah. I mean, that. I, it's a personal tip. You know, like, take it with a grain of salt, I guess. Like, don't accept, like, weird or gross food. Like, like don't don't accept some, like, suspicious-looking cookies or anything. No, but this, this definitely brings up a big topic of, like, red flags to mm. look for when you are dating. Actually, this is a... This is a great segment. Let's let's talk about some red flags. Let's talk about red flags because I've ignored oh so many <laughs> of them. The yeah, red flag we I were talking it. about is somebody writing a poem about you. That's like, an instant red flag. If especially if like you aren't like no, but if you're in a relationship and you like write cute notes and stuff and like cute poems to each other, cool. Yeah. You went on one date and he turned in an assignment in a college course. Written about, about you. Okay, let's play a little game here. Nate, I'm going to need some help. I'm going to need a buzzer sound, like an eh, and I'm going to need a ding sound, like a ding. Okay, and we're going to play, it's like red light, green light, except for red flag, green flag. Yep. Okay, Tanner's going to say a red flag, and I'm going to say what you should do instead. Okay, ready? Red flag. Writing a poem about you after one date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, cute note. Good, good, good one. Very good, yeah. Not trusting you and controlling you. Respecting your boundaries and having conversations when you are feeling insecure rather than lashing out. Yeah, <laughs> good, exactly. Exa- it's, it's that easy. Like, there's clear alternatives to these that, like... Yeah. Because you're valid in your feelings. Whatever you're feeling, valid, you know? Right. But what you do about your feelings... That is an action that's up to you. Exactly. Yes. So let's do one more. One One more. more. What's your biggest like red flag that's just like a big heck no, you know? Gaslighting. Not doing that. Not gaslighting. (laughs) And okay, so let's let's talk about gaslighting. Let's. Because who taught you that word? Like that's a TikTok. That's a big word for Elmo. Wait, hold on. That's a big word for Elmo. I was trying that to make was Southern <laughs> Elmo. <laughs> Southern, I'm That's sorry. That's a big word for Elmo. That's a big word for Elmo. That was a good one. Yeah, I, I was trying to make a joke. I was trying to be like Tanner. Who taught you that word? That does. That's not a word. Like, see, I'm gaslighting Tanner into thinking gaslight isn't a real yep. word. Bad joke. Anyway, oh. so but, gaslighting. Right. The red flag that in the past I've been unable to recognize. <laughs> 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 and my past relationships have ended as soon as I realized I was gaslit. Yeah. And, so. and and in your experience, how has gaslighting like appeared the most prevalent to you? Like, is it, is it in, 
in situations is it when you're just when you're trying to like emote or like talk about how you're feeling how how does it appear for you gaslighting appears most in my dating life and my life in general about my gender identity okay give us a little bit of background info okay listeners i'm non-binary i use they them pronouns i don't feel like i fit in within the gender binary, male, female, not for me. Which is a social construct anyway. Exactly. Right? So, okay. Science recognizes over 30 genders at this point. Right. Not trying to gaslight anybody into <laughs> like changing their gender, but I just don't fit into that binary. Like, right. I don't act that way. I don't think that way. Anyway, <laughs> some people do think that way. And some people think that they are owed a lot. So. What do you, when they say, when you say owed, you mean like you owe them like justification for your gender or lack thereof? Kind of, yes. Um, I have a few examples of this. Mm -hmm. So I think, ooh, so the summer semester or the the semester COVID hit and like everything went online originally. Mm -hmm. um, I started like questioning gender and everything, you know? Yeah. Because I was on the internet a lot and I have an addiction to learning. That's so. not a bad thing to have. There are much worse addictions. Exactly. So I'm just learning all about this stuff and like terms and all that. Um, and at this time I'm dating somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like learning all this stuff and like I went up to them one day and I was like, hey, I think like I'm non-binary. Like I don't think right. I'm a man. And let's hold on. Let's let's pause. This is not like just a casual topic of of conversation. Like no. admitting something like that. That's a that's it being takes a it, lot out of somebody. To and like isn't it being incredibly out. vulnerable? Oh right? yeah. Okay, so continue. How how did um, your partner at the time react to that? She did not take it well. She thought that I was putting too much strain on the relationship doing this. Um. And she was like, I'm straight. I like boys. Like, I can't like you. And I'm like, well, gender and sex are different, you know? Yeah. Like, biologically. We're not gaslighting anybody exactly. into thinking otherwise, right? She just could not handle this. She's like, mm-hmm. you can't, like, do this to me. Like, you are putting so much on my plate, and you're, like, making my life so hard. You know, I have so much going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, in all honesty, this does not affect you. Right. Like, how I identify is for me, you know? Yeah. I'm not trying to, like, demand anything from you. Yeah, let's, let's, let's rewind to what you said. That's my, that's my rewind sound. Hey, I think I'm non-binary. That's, like, what you said, right? Yeah. Do you, does anyone hear any questions any requests any demands heaven forbid like this isn't that's where I'm getting like the most like kind of offended for you is like the immediate defensive way that this person interacted to an expression of vulnerability they didn't care about my feelings at all surrounding all Mm -hmm. this stuff and so I think like to me I see that the gaslighting is taking place when they are telling you you can't feel this way because and like you are yeah. making things so hard for me. Like, why are you doing this right. now? Like, th- no, they literally said they're like, why are you doing this now? Right. I'm like, as opposed uh, to when else? Exactly. <laughs> like, am I just supposed to like 
sit on it a couple weeks until it's a good time. Exactly. Like that's emotionally hard for you. And and also the the successful couples that I've met value honesty. And oh, yeah. so like not saying something, especially no, when it means okay, so much like, to you. Like there are know. definitely like valid emotions you could have when your partner comes out mm-hmm. to you. Because, like, a lot of stuff can change. But if they're like, okay, what does this mean for us? Like, is there anything we need to change? And I've mm-hmm. had partners who've been, like, validating mm-hmm. in that. Like, do you not want me to call you my boyfriend? Do you want me to, like, introduce you this way to, like, my family and stuff? And, like, just – and I'm totally willing to, like, help people. You right. know? Like, educating people is – I love it almost as much as learning, you know? Yeah. She was not willing to, like, learn or change or question biases and acted like I was doing this to spite her. Right. So there's definitely a lot of things that we can take out of this story. And, and specifically, like, I want to give people a little bit of time to think about it. So let's, let's – we always like to kind of end these with advice, right? And we already gave some advice. Don't write poems, Right. But what about some a little bit more, like, meaningful, actually, like, pertinent relationship advice? Tanner, how would you word that? I, my biggest advice surrounding avoiding, like, gaslighting and stuff is questioning before you say anything to somebody, before you do anything, like, how will this person take this? And mm-hmm. how, like, how will it come off across to them? So basically all you're saying is just think before you speak. Definitely think before you speak yeah. and just think empathetically. Yeah. Like if somebody tells me something, if somebody does something, it's okay to ask questions. It's not okay to guilt somebody and turn things on them. Right. Don't do that. It's 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 a red flag, green flag, ready? Exactly. Red flag. Gaslight. Green flag. Ask Question. questions. Yes. Right. Meaningful, like, um, intentional and, and good-willed questions, I think, are never bad. And, um, and, and one other thing that I would, I would put in there is if you – gaslighting in its, like, most simplest and most common forms in a relationship, in my opinion, is asking – telling someone that they shouldn't be feeling the way they're feeling. Yes. Or they shouldn't be doing something that they're doing, even though the the action doesn't impact you at all. Uh-huh. So if if you're you know if you're like you shouldn't be mad because this 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 you shouldn't be sad because this this you're not being productive in your relationship. No, you're not. If it would be so easy to just be like, I I see that you're feeling I sad. I understand you're mad. Why are you feeling valid. that way? Like, let's question this. Let's work it out. Let's get to the bottom of this. And what problems. Can I, exactly. Right, what can I do to help? Exactly. What can I do to fix this? What can yeah. I do to solve this? How can we move forward together? Because that's, assigning that's always blame a good question. and guilt is not productive, and it's going mm-hmm. to drive people apart. Yeah. I think that's some really good advice. And And as always, like, really... I hope that these podcasts are like fun and stuff, but I hope that they give you a little bit of um, guidance in exactly. your in your relationships, in your future, and in your 2022. Because you know what? Sometimes gorgeous, gorgeous girls get gaslight som- gaslighted sometimes. But you know what's even more important? What? Gorgeous, gorgeous girls learn and improve themselves. That's right. That's That's a mic drop. Wait, can you say that again? Gorgeous, gorgeous girls learn and improve themselves. Woo!
And that, I think, folks, is where we're going to end off for today. So be sure to tune in for next week's episode of A Date with Sugar and Spice. As always, follow us on social media at, at SEU underscore news on Instagram. And be sure to visit our website, seunews.net. And, and you know, as always, follow me on Instagram at app.sen. And Tanner, would you like to share any socials or anything that people could find you on? I mean, less so myself because I don't care. Yeah. But... You know, <laughs> you could I, always do I, another I shout out to like KCR. A, exactly. I don't have a big like social media mm-hmm. presence, but definitely like, as you said, hit up SEU News, look up Collab Canyon Review. I mean, see what's going on on campus, you know. And if you like to write poems, don't write them to someone you have a crush on. Write them to the universe and then submit them to KCR. Yes, that's right. Can we can we get a ding, 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 Nate? All right. Thank you, everyone. We hope you have a wonderful first week of classes and tune in next Thursday to listen to A Date with Sugar and Spice. Bye.